secret agent K-7 returns. adventurer K-7, former United States secret agent who operated in 22 countries on land, on sea, and in the air, brings you a story of today. We take you to K-7's headquarters. This is K-7 speaking. Send in Special Agent B-9 for assignment. At once, K-7. Special Agent B-9 reporting for assignment. Agent B-9, I'm going to send you after one of the world's most despicable international crooks. His name is Dmitry Poulos. He makes a business of wholesale murder. Hundreds of refugees come to a nearby island republic to wait their turn to enter this country. Their tourist passports expire. When that happens, Poulos offers to smuggle them into a democracy, usually charging $500 per person. However, instead of risking capture by the immigration authorities, Poulos robs his victims and leaves them to die on desert islands. Here are the records. Stop this man by whatever methods necessary. Within 24 hours after K-7 assigned Agent B-9 to the case, a refugee woman was found on a small key off the coast by a fishing boat. B-9 and his assistant, Rita Drake, questioned her at immigration headquarters. Tell us exactly what happened, Radonsky. I want to forget. To forget not to talk. I know how you feel. But perhaps you can help us to prevent such things from happening to others. You left your homeland some time ago? Yes. Almost a year ago it was when we landed over. Over there we posted bonds. $300 for each of us. They said our visas would be issued in a few weeks. Oh, it was so good at first. We sat in the sun, Paul and I. It was warm. We taught how good it was to be there and not in a concentration camp. You talked to other refugees? No, not at first. We knew nobody. They sat in the sun with us, too. But each day would come new people. Oh, it was good. But still the visas did not come. Too many of us waiting and we must take our turns. Then it was we began to worry. Our, our passports were only good for a few weeks more and... When the time was gone, they could not even give us visas. We thought we would have to stay there always. Was it then that your husband met Dmitri Poulos? Yes. Yes, it was then. A man told us about him. He said for $500, he would bring us here. He had a ship. Once we could come, and there'd be no trouble. 
Paul and I talked it over. Two thousand dollars we had left. Paul carried it in a money belt around his body, so... Oh, I, I cannot think of it. Oh, please go on. You're the only one who can tell us what we want to know. Uh, our money was going fast. It cost so much to live. And we thought it would be better to lose a thousand dollars and let our passports become no good. You paid Pullis one thousand dollars? Yes. We talked one night, Paul and I. The next morning we went and paid the money. That night we were to come down to the harbor. Oh, it seemed so good. We went and they put us in a little boat. Eight of us there were. And the big boat was way out in the harbor. They said it would be dangerous to bring the big boat in. I can understand why it was anchored offshore. They took us aboard. The boat was so slow. At night we started. How far out did they take you? Can you tell us that? No. No, but I remember the stars. They seemed so bright. And then the land went away and there was nothing but water. I remember Paul and I looked ahead. We thought it couldn't be so far here. And then, then when it got late and dark, they came. First they made us all stand up in a row by the rail. And then they took our money. Paul, we tried to stop them. But they hit him. Please, what happened then? There was a little island. So small, but only little bushes. It was near when they pushed us into the water. I... I was the only one who got there. Oh, no. I, I can't tell you anymore. It, it, it is all I remember. But next morning, it was hot. And there was no water and... Then the fisherman came. I think I know the rest of the story. Oh, please, Mr. Official. Can I stay here? Will they let me? I can't go back. They can't send me. Sardansky, I want you to go back there with me. Oh, no. No, don't ask that. Now, listen to me, Sardansky. Dmitri Poulos, the man who was responsible for your husband's death, will do the same thing to others from your homeland. Men and women alike, unless he is trapped. Oh, no. No one knows how many deaths he's already responsible for. You're a brave woman. I'm asking you to go back there with Miss Drake. I want you to pose as her mother. You mean you are going to catch this man? We're going to try to if you'll help us. You've got to for the sake of the others. But they will keep me there. If you'll help me, I'll try to get you an entry visa so that you can come into this country legally. You... you will do that? Then I make up my mind. I help you. I have to. For Paul. Good. Rita, I have a plan. I've got to get in touch with the Treasury Department. You stay here and take charge of Frau Dansky. We'll start tonight. That night, Agent B-9, Rita, and Frau Dansky returned to the small island republic which the woman and her husband had left as human cargo a few days before. The next morning, Rita and the older woman went to the waterfront where refugees usually contacted Pulu. Pulo, he's over there. Oh, I hope he will not recognize me. He won't, Fradansky. You have different clothes. Let me do the talking. Shall we walk over to him? Yes. Already he has seen us. See? He's coming. Remember, let me talk to him. Uh, good morning, senorita. You are looking for someone, no? You are Captain Pulo? I am lucky to have so beautiful a girl ask for me. What can I do? They said back in the park that if we had money, you would take my mother and me. That you had a boat. So you want to talk business? Will you take us? We have to go. 
our passport. Yes, they are only good for a week, perhaps two weeks more. Is that it? Yes. You have a thousand dollars, five hundred for each of you? Yes. See, it is here. Then Dimitri Puros will be glad to serve you. Come, we will talk business. A few minutes later, Rita telephoned B-9 and told him that Poulos had accepted the money. He instructed her to return to his rooms with Frau Dansky. There they waited as the day dragged by. B-9, it isn't going to work. Look, the sun's going down. There's still plenty of time, Rita. You weren't supposed to meet Poulos for three hours yet. Maybe he recognized me and will not do what you expect? I don't think so. Has the consul delivered the papers? Yes, I have them in my pocket. This island republic is as anxious to get rid of men like Poulos as we are to take him back to K-7. I had no trouble to... Wait, there's a car stopping in front of the hotel. Where, B-9? Oh, I see it. There's someone getting out. It's Poulos, Rita. Our trick worked. They're coming in. You want I should stay here? Yes, it'll be all right. Rita, you stand over there. He wasn't handcuffed when he got out of the police car. I don't want any trouble. All ready? All right, men. Wait out here. I'll talk to him alone. Come in, Poulos. Who are you? What do you want of me? Why have I been brought here? You'll find that out in a minute. Come inside. It would be better if you do as he says, senor. I do not know what this is all about. I'll tell you. Now, Poulos, did you ever see these two women before? So, that is why you have brought me. <laughs> I have never seen them. He lies. He killed my husband. He threw us in the water. It is a lie. Take a good look at her. She sailed with you last week, Poulos. Her husband was with her then. There were also six others. And you killed them. You threw them into the sea. You took all their money. I do not know what this woman is talking about. If this was true, she could prove it. You know very well she can't prove anything, Poulos. She and the others were met at night and rode out to your ship. You made a bargain with these two women this morning to take them away again tonight. It is a lie. I have never seen them before. They cannot but prove they it. But they can prove it. How? How are they going to do it? Poulos, you're trapped. The money they paid to you this morning was marked. You've been spending it. That's how the police found it. I but do not believe it. That money was supplied to me by the Treasury Department of the country I work for. It was carefully marked. Through it, I am going to prove you both a smuggler and a murderer. I have the papers here to extradite you. I arrest you on the charge of smuggling. Then, then, then it was a trap. Perhaps. You've thrown your last refugee into the sea, Poulos. I had to get you somehow. Uh, I'll kill you. I'll kill you for that. We got B-9. He has a knife. I could not wait for the law, Poulos. I have shot you. Do you hear? I shot you. And I hope you die as Paul did. Special Agent B-9 reporting, K-7. I have just returned. Dimitri Poulos accepted marked money for my assistant, Rita Drake, and agreed to smuggle her and the woman, Frau Dansky, into this country. When he attempted to spend the bills, he was arrested. He died resisting arrest. The three men who worked with him on his boat have confessed. The government has issued a permit to enter the country to Frau Dansky. It is her reward for helping me.
difficult game between smugglers and the law. Because of this fact, those who run human cargo are hardened and heartless criminals. They prey on the world's homeless wanderers, and often the money they steal goes to support some secret cause. Listen for my next story. This is K-7 speaking. Thank you.